Good morning. <clears throat> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, well, you, you get my sleepy voice uh, there this morning because it is quarter after seven. I just woke up. Um, I want to give some updates on uh, Ottawa this morning because uh, it's coming. It's it's coming like it's fucking here and it's coming. So you guys better get ready for COVID nineteen in Ottawa. But um, seven fifteen a.m. Taking a look outside. It is chilly because it's uh, it's raining and the wind is in. So I got uh, one window open. A little kitty sitting here sniffing the air outside. And uh, as it comes in, I, I kind of wonder to myself if I'm going to keep the damn thing open or not. But um, <clears throat> So yesterday I had spoken about having a little bit of weather thing going on in the morning. COVID update, an Ottawa update, doing a, a Reddit scan. So I've got some screenshots that I want to go over, which I'm also going to subsequently post on the Instagram and uh, I'm just going to head over to my gallery now so that we can start taking a look from yesterday uh, okay a couple days ago uh, let's start with this because I'm taking a look at some screenshots here so screenshots of uh, Shoppers Drug Mart and this was on uh, April 11th so that was six days ago April 11th um, the grocery stores have been getting worse and worse lately. And one thing that I've been concerned about is that with everything shut down, there's no variety anymore. <clears throat> and so, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I, I had COVID back in March. And um, one thing that was kind of like unique to COVID was the headache, the soreness, and the exhaustion it was it was unique in a way that it wasn't like pneumonia um and then i just finished reading a thing on uh on reddit this morning which i'll update but uh, there, there was a, a gentleman who had passed uh due to covid induced pneumonia or or if that's what i remember it being but anyways uh so, so something that you need to, to be concerned about is that with everything being closed and everybody going out to the same places, um, it, listen, you, you can have lineups to get into a store and you can have lineups in a store, but everybody's touching the same fucking stuff. And, and it just blows my mind that, you know, you got all of these people that are in the grocery stores and I think the one thing that we don't really think about is that they typically kind of like walk around and browse and they, they don't go touching everything necessarily. Um, and they certainly don't touch the same things that you touch because they're shopping, right? But in the last, you know, three, four weeks, seeing people's habits... Um, listen, all the, all the craft dinner boxes are gone. All the beans are gone. You know, most of the noodles are gone. The rice is gone kind of deal or whatever. Everybody's looking at the same fucking stuff now and everybody's touching the same things. And it's like, Oh, they just finished stocking this. So everybody just like runs that one section and, and they're like waiting in their line to like go by and touch and fucking take everything. Um, everybody's being, you know, funneled along these paths 
And these paths are getting filled up with the virus, obviously, to, to some extent. And you're, you're transmitting. So social transmission or whatever the fuck, I guess, is what you call it. But, um, you know, and then when, you know, three, four hundred people in a, in a day or more in a certain given hour are typically going to the Loblaws that you're going to don't. And then they all go to shoppers, for example. That's 300 more potential transmissions or 300 potential, you know, like in, infectious, potentially infectious people going through the shoppers that typically are never there. You know, people coming from places that are typically not in that area. I mean, I've, I've gone to a metro, uh, you know, down... I don't know, whatever, Montreal Road or whatever, because the Loblaws, where I live, is just fucking packed. And so I'm going like, you know, I need to find another grocery store or whatever, but there's only two grocery stores in this area or or three, you know? And so now everybody's going to these three places because everything else is closed. Um. So when I take a look at that picture of the shoppers, you know, I was like thinking to myself the last time I was like, oh, cool. You know, like going, excuse me, sorry, to a drugstore is like a really good spot to do your shopping because they've got food and other items and so on and so forth. And then I'm like, wait a second. Going out is just a bad fucking idea, you know. Um, so with uh, with that in mind. You know, it just kind of, it, it frightens me a little bit. Um, and I, I want to talk about Ottawa cases then. Um, on the subreddit for Ottawa, <clears throat> a gentleman posted a link not too long ago about a live um, update for Ottawa and COVID cases. Um, the McDonald's on... 594 Montreal near Ceylon Boulevard is closed because an employee tested positive for COVID-19 and their last shift was April 4th um, from 7 to 3 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, self-quarantined, you know, customers are asked to follow up with the uh, OPH Ottawa Public Hospital's webpage on reporting symptoms. Um there's some deaths in Alamonte, for example, uh, Almonte retirement home, um, 561 cases in Ottawa. So these are tested confirmed cases, 561 as of the 17th, <clears throat> uh, sorry, as of 17 hours ago, um, representing 37 in cases, uh, increase over the, the, the previous day. Um, there's 11 deaths in this area. And if you take a look at the graph for Ottawa, uh, you can see from February 20th to March 1st, pretty much no cases. Um, it took us uh, 10, 12, 13, 14, 15, 15 days to get to 100 cases. So by March 21st or 25th, we had 100 cases. March 31st, we had 210 cases. March, uh, sorry, March 31st, holy fuck, we had 400 cases. 
you know. So from the 15th to the 31st, we went up 300 cases. And then if I continue to look at this picture, April 10th, bam, we fly up to 550 cases, 561. And we're gaining, you know, an average, let's say, I don't know, somewhere between 40 to 50 cases per day right now. Um, <clears throat> I, I remember taking a look at um, the suspected number of, of cases in total, and it was 10 times this amount. So, you know, it was, it was 6,600 and something or whatever. Um, let, let's put it this way, guys. Like, I don't know how to say this, but <clears throat> I've seen the graph for every fucking city since February. Starting with all of China's stuff. And the graphs become what looks to be kind of like exponential. It's, it's this giant fucking curve that takes a long time to start climbing. And then all of a sudden, it just fucking shoots straight up. People get serious, and then it flattens out. And then people relax, and then it goes back up. And then it flattens out because people get serious. And it bounces like this. And it goes up and up and up. And so far, <clears throat> what I'm noticing is that it's it's about a, like two months once the cases hit for the first time and everybody freaks out that they start to get shit under order, you know. Um, Ottawa is somewhere near there, the beginning of this, like now. So as far as I'm concerned, we've got two months of probably the worst period right now of COVID. I do not want to go out. I am not interested in being anywhere right now. I'm going to drive to the furthest fucking grocery store that I can find to get food. Um, and I'm not going out without full fucking PPE. Um, and now I need to find a way to manage the rest of my life pieces because I've got two children that... You know, I need to, to, to protect and take care of. Um, and their mother seems to be un, not understanding, like, like, like un-understanding. I don't know what the fuck the word is. She doesn't get how fucking serious that this could be. If in the scenario here that I'm discussing is that I, I didn't have it. Let's say I did have pneumonia. If, if whatever happened to me was pneumonia, COVID is going to fucking kill me. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. Um, I don't want my kids to get this. I don't want to get it. And I also have to consider, like, how do I discuss with my significant other, with Iz, that I'm not really interested in her visiting her mother. Like, every chance... Of, like every time you go out, you have, a, you have a chance of getting sick. And if you get sick, that's fine. No, no, one, no one cares about getting sick. People care about being hit by something hard enough that you end up in the hospital. Because if you end up in the hospital, it sounds like, and it's, it's scary to think, you could be a fucking goner. And that's, that's what's worrying me. We don't have enough resources to be able to take care of everybody when everybody gets sick all in one shot.
And that's the reason why it is that you need to slow the fuck down and stay home. So, you know, isn't I have respiratory issues? You know, I had asthma all my life and I was born with a hole in my heart. Um, there's a lot of reasons because of my past drug addictions and, and the fact that I've been smoking for 20 years that I want to be careful about getting sick. I feel like I have a pretty good, healthy lifestyle. I have a very strong immune system. That I know for a fact. Um, I'm a tough guy. I'm a tough character. But this is this is biology, buddy. This is not this is not taking a punch. This is not getting into a fight. This is not. If something goes wrong and you need help, you're fucked. So think about that. Because that's what I'm thinking about. Um. So listen, you know. It, Heart issues, lung issues, people who have lower immune systems, like my mother, who had breast cancer, ended up in stage three, had a half mastectomy. Um, you know, I, I mean, listen, this woman has been nearly hospitalized for getting sick because of the, the low immune system that she's got after having recovered from cancer. Um, if she gets this, she's dead. There's no, there's no way about it. She won't be able to breathe and she'll suffocate. That'll be it. That'll be the, the end of the day for my mother. So there's absolutely no chance in hell that I'm going to visit her or be near her and if anyone does, I'd beat the shit out of them <laughs> because that person is literally threatening my mother's life with this. So it's a scary fucking thought. But listen, um, the, the McDonald's uh, on Montreal Road was shut down. That's good. Rito is borderline dangerous posted on uh, Reddit. So an individual said that, uh, and, I, and I quote, I'm reading this, I live downtown Ottawa and I see homeless people all the time and I don't mind. I try to help when I can uh, and they are not dangerous 99% of the time. Um, but since social distancing started, it's been scary to go out. Uh, a lot of them are screaming and fighting with each other. Second... When they ask for money, they insist like I've never seen them do. And they even follow me sometimes. Um, listen, guys. It, Rito's, if, if Rito's getting dangerous. Like, I've been in Ottawa for a long time. And I know that people, you know, um, new to Ottawa and things like this. They're like, oh, my God, Vanier. And, oh, my God, you know, downtown and all this stuff. And, and it's really not that bad. But, but maybe I'm just kind of cocky or, or something or, or maybe I haven't uh, been into a big enough scrap or something to scare me but Ottawa's pretty fucking tame you know uh, a lot of uh, you know fucking prissy little <clears throat> millennial kids and, and stuff or whatever and some of the people are a little fucked up you don't get yourself involved in any of the bad shit stay away from the drugs or whatever um, then, then you're doing pretty good but if Rito's getting dangerous right now, you know, being downtown, Vanier has 
the most people that I have seen walk around outside that it actually looked like a community yesterday. It was the scariest fucking thing. And it was weird. It was fucking weird. And when I say scary, I don't mean scary. I mean like weird scary. But, <clears throat> you know, like I, I'm used to seeing the hookers and the drug deals and, you know, the heroin users and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm used to seeing those people poking around Vanier and the fucking cops driving fucking 75 on a 40 through the fucking streets. I mean, listen, if, if, if kids did want to play out on, you know, the streets and do things or whatever, like their parents wouldn't fucking let them anyways because the cops had fucking run them over. So fuck that. But anyways, <clears throat> listen, Vanier, I went outside. We counted, we counted 30 people down the street. You know, I'm looking down fucking MacArthur. I'm looking up and down MacArthur and I'm like, there's fucking people everywhere, bro. Like, I don't even understand what the hell's going on. Where did these people come from? Where are they going? You know? So people like, there's a lot of fucking people that live in Vanier. It's weird. Anyways, news for you, but yeah. Um, Listen, I, I think I, I think we got some serious shit that's coming to Ottawa. And it's it's here. The cases are here. You know, we, we got more than 10,000 cases in, in my head. I, you know, I'd say somewhere around, you know, tw- let's, let's go an average of that 11 to uh, 30 and just say like there's 20, 20, you know, 25,000 cases or something. Um, we only have a million people, right? Like... <clears throat> uh, Let's let's say uh, twenty twenty five thousand with uh, two extra zeros. Uh, holy shit, my brain doesn't work. So two hundred and fifty thousand, right? No, two point five. So two point five million divided by uh, thirty million. Okay, Google, what is twenty five thousand? Oh, fuck off. Okay, Google, what is 25,000 times 100? 2.5 million. Okay, so, so, so 2 million 500,000. Okay, Google, what is 2 million 500,000 divided by 30 million? The answer is approximately 0.083333. 0.08. I understood. Is that right? Oh no! Wait. Now if I put so that's that's like that's like eight percent, right? <clears throat> yeah. So eight percent of Ottawa. No, there's not even thirty million people. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Google, stop. <clears throat> Hold on a second here. I was doing Canada stats. Canada has 30, 35 million people, but but listen, Ottawa only has a million people. Shit, dude. If there are twenty five thousand people. With fucking COVID in Ottawa, this place is like an infestation. <laughs> Holy shit. That just blew my mind. Anyways, listen, Ottawa's fucked. Over, over the next two months, you're going to see so many people go to the hospital, so many people die. I, I don't know how many times I read world news and I'm like, people are turning fucking ice rinks into morgues and, and digging up graves to like, double dip dead bodies in there because they just don't know what to do with them you know and i'm like the system can't can't hold this you know i I mean listen a classic case of the world not having any fucking buffer to deal with anything 
is that we've had to borrow money to keep the <coughs> we've had to borrow money to keep the economy going against fucking nothing because it's it's just it doesn't fucking exist basically um we're we're putting dead bodies in the ice rinks and we were already fucking short staffed at mcdonald's like the world is running so fucking min maxed so dangerously close to the threshold <laughs> and i remember reading a report you know f fucking a month ago or something like that and i'm paraphrasing because i don't remember but it was something crazy like 40 percent of americans are living um no, it was like 60% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. And 40% of those 60%, if they had like a $500 expense, they would have to basically like commit bank bankruptcy. Like there's absolutely zero, no way in hell whatsoever. They wouldn't even have the ability to liquidate or borrow to pay for that additional $500 bill. Like that's how fucking close they are to that danger line. Um, so... I just, I just don't get it. Like, I mean, I get it. I get it. Efficiency and all this stuff. Holy fuck computers guys. I, okay. Fantastic. But I mean, like at what point do we stop squishing the human race and fucking asking us to just produce and produce and produce and, and effectively produce nothing because you turn around and in a fucking epidemic, there's, there's no fucking mass. There's no ventilators. There's, there's no people to fucking take care of anyone. Where the fuck are all the doctors and nurses? You know? Like, I okay, fine. I get it. Like, I understand that it takes an education because you really want to make sure that someone who's, like, fucking cutting you or diagnosing you does a good job or whatever. But, but listen, there's people killing other people all over the fucking place with fucking dump trucks and shit or whatever because they don't, you know, and f people without their fucking license or whatever drive around in vehicles. And, and look at all the fucking number of shitty people that just are shitty fucking drivers and shouldn't have their license still going around and fucking killing people and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I get it. You you need education. But should we not have like a fucking program in school somewhere that like teaches people better understandings of biology specifically to the stuff like I don't remember whatever fucking mitochondria does what fucking reaction thing or sucks up some fucking thing and moves it through the bloodstream. You think I understand a fucking nothing. I don't get any of that. But but I get it when I need it when I read it off the fucking internet, and and I'll tell you right now, it, it, that's got to be the number one thing it is that I believe to be absolutely true without a shadow of fucking doubt. We don't need our fucking memory. Like I don't know when the fucking president was born or what who the fucking first president in the United States was. I don't even know anything about fucking prime ministers and shit or whatever. I just know that Trudeau's some brown-haired cute fucking guy or whatever who likes to play hooky with the fucking, you know, Indians and and stuff or whatever. Not to be disrespectful, but and and it's like I don't know a fucking thing about any of that stuff, but but here, guess what? Hey Google, when was Prime Minister Trudeau born? Justin Trudeau 
was born on December 25th, 1971. 1971. Hey, guess what? You just asked me, uh, you know, a fucking trivia question. When was Justin Trudeau born? Oh, he was born in 1971, December 5th. Uh, okay, so listen. People need to be educated on how to, like, fucking understand taxes, how to how to fucking do shit with their money. They they need so much more than what it is that we're teaching them. I how many times have I seen people go into debt and acquire ten, twenty thousand dollars worth of debt because of a five hundred dollar visa card that was given to them? <laughs> fucking blows my mind. Blows my fucking mind. And and I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I wasn't taught any of this shit. No one gave a fuck. They wanted to make sure that I could fucking write and read in, in fucking cursive. It doesn't even fucking exist anymore. Do you even know what the fucking word cursive means? You probably think it's something to do with swear words. No, it's not profanity, you fucking idiot. <laughs> cursive. I don't even know how to explain it. Cursive is like writing letters, but they're all stuck together. And I don't even know why the fuck you did it. Why, why did you even fucking write cursive? Because it was brought over from the fucking, I don't know, 1600s by fucking kings and queens and shit or some bullshit or the fucking British or whatever because it looked fancy or intelligent or something. Like, that's all I can fucking understand. I'm 33 years old. I'm not an ignorant piece of shit, but like, but like why the fuck did we do any of that? Honestly, it, does, it makes no fucking sense to me. We did not prepare ourselves. We did not prepare the public. We did not prepare anybody for going through anything that we're currently going through today no and it's like this is why i say that information should be free this this whole thing about paying for your fucking education is just another it's just another it's another scam it's a it's a shill the the entire system is economic and it works i get it I don't have a problem with it. I, I I obviously have a problem with it. But but it's like, listen, I couldn't fucking put green grass in my front yard if I tried. I don't know where the fuck to get seeds. I don't I don't know how to do this. Well, some farmer knows how to get seeds, and he was like, hey, I'm gonna put them in a fucking bag. And and I can't get them to you, Chris. So I'm you know, instead of bartering with this truck guy to exchange the seeds and bring them all the way to you and then, or bringing me with the seeds and then having to exchange with you because I don't need any extra fucking pigs and you don't have any anyways. What we did is we, we created a system where you can make a promise. You can make a promise on a barter, basically. And we're like, okay, you don't have any pigs. You don't have a fucking thing I have or that I need, but you do need my seeds or you want them anyways. So, because you're too stupid to do work, or you're 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 too broken, you're you know handicapped or ill or dangerous, or I can't find you or whatever. It was like, here's a promise. That's that five dollar bill. Now, I get the seeds because I gave them that bill, and that bill is basically just a, a qualifier of my ability and a promise. That's all it is. I'm saying here's $5 worth of, it's a socially accepted amount of my effort. And he takes that $5 bill and he gives it to somebody else and they can determine their own worth. 
So they can say, oh yeah, that amount of effort is worth five bucks. And then he can pay them to do something that he needs from them that I couldn't offer to him because he's got that $5. We're sharing each other's skills with this qualifier called money, this promise on bartering. So I can't fucking make grass. I don't know anything about fucking grass, okay? I know there's a thing called Blue Kentucky. It always makes me think of like the down, 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 down. But apparently it's a fucking name of grass. So, but if I want green grass, I can pick up my phone. Deep, 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 deep. I can call Mr. Grass and I can say, Mr. Grass, I'd like some green fucking grass right here in front of my window. I want, I want you to take out this fucking pavement here, okay? I want you to cut six feet wide, five feet deep. And I want you to put green grass. And I want it to be the greenest, springiest fucking grass you can find. And, and then he takes an account of all of the effort required. And he says, okay, that's going to cost $2,000 of qualifying promised bartering. 2,000 of them. And I'm be like, well, I have $2,000. Here you go. Boom. He gives me the grass. Boom. I now have green grass. How fucking amazing is that? That I can just take people on the planet and put grass in my fucking front yard i don't even have to know a fucking thing about it i can go do what i do best and i can make promises so that i can offer them to somebody else to give me things or to to do things that i can't do i fucking love it i I think it's an amazing system here's the thing most of y'all can't do a fucking thing except for fucking flip burgers and you can't even do that properly. With no one gives a shit about bartering with anyone who actually needs it. We're all bartering with these giant conglomerate fucking companies and in a time of need, they won't barter back. How fucking stu- like that is one-sided stupid fucking bullshit. It's ridiculous that I have spent a fucking million dollars on food and not a single fucking grocery store can put something on sale or help me get through a time of need because they don't give a fuck. They don't barter back, buddy. They don't barter back. I can teach people health and fitness and I'd be willing to do it for 20 bucks an hour. Trainers are are doing this stuff at $60. Specialists are doing it 60 plus, you know? And we're talking about like nutritious and stuff. Now I could change someone's fucking life in the next six months. Give them something that they never thought existed. I shred a hundred pounds, make them strong, put you know, put put some muscle on, blah, 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 blah. I, I could give them confidence. I can train them. I can do this, I and that. I can do that. I understand a lot about that stuff. But Like trying to barter with people selling yourself is a fucking headache, dude. No one cares. So this is our problem just as much as it is their problem. It's not that the education system fucked us over and that, you know, money is the root of all evil. It's that we've accepted the shitty education system and we've accepted the fucking root of all evil to be in our homes because it's made it convenient for us to hide ourselves and not give a fuck. And that's pathetic. I don't know where the hell this rant's coming from, but anyways, I'm a little pissed off at the human race for their, their shitty and poor planning. 
And, and I'm not saying that I've done any better, uh, you know, I've done a lot of dumb shit in my life, but I don't understand how it is that there are so few people that spend time thinking about this kind of stuff, you know, and I've been trying to get my company up and running and, and provide things. Let's call it as a social innovator, maybe for the last, I don't know, let's, let's say fucking 10, 10 years or something, you know, since I was in my early twenties and my mission has always been to provide something for humanity. I don't know what, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know why. It's just, I'm, I'm such an intelligent fucking individual. I'm a jack of all trades. I'm very experienced in so many different things. And I've helped so many people in my life. And I just want to scale it. I mean, that, that's my objective. My objective is to scale what it is that I've been capable of doing for a few and I still do it for the few but I don't know I get worried every once in a while you know and we're going through this pandemic and all of these people that we've you know given our promises they've taken it and they've stabbed us in the back and then the government <clears throat> has to bail us all out because we're all sad, pathetic, whiny little bitches asking for money and asking for this and asking for that. You know, I went, I went and I fucking worked to keep the economy going while everybody fucking stayed home because of COVID a month ago. I did three weeks of work and I was fucking safe. And we had some very strict, strict rules in place. And I'll tell you, when you go to a Tim Hortons and fucking Susie and Sally <clears throat> are touching each other and, and fucking, you know, hugging and walking around and touching everything. And you don't think that one of those fucking idiots, like I'm not trying to shit on people that make less money. I'm not trying to shit on dumb people, but, but let's put some fucking realistic, you know, thoughts into this for a second. <sighs> Sally doesn't fucking wipe her ass properly, okay? I don't know who the hell she is, but this is the kind of individual she is. She fucking, she wipes sideways, or she wipes once or twice, and then that's it. Never looks at her fucking butt or her tissue. Never looks at her fucking toilet. It's disgusting. It's fucking disgusting. Why it is that people don't wash their fucking hands, and, and like, I, I take fucking showers after I shit sometimes, because, like, it's like, listen, buddy, it's fucking life. It's, it's fucking life. Sometimes you can't wipe all the shit away. This is the kind of person that Sally is. Sally picks her nose when no one's fucking looking. Sally fucking shits herself. Sally's fat and uneducated. Sally doesn't give shit about anything because all she wants to do is talk about Fortnite and at fucking Tim Hortons with Susie. And this is the one serving you your fucking coffee, by the way. So good, good luck. Good luck when everybody is now going to the same fucking place to get coffee and, and there's 20,000 cases of, of COVID in Ottawa, I think, and, <clears throat> and then expect not to be damaged by that. And, and it's like, I don't know where the hell I was going with that for a second. I had a really good fucking, I had a good thing there, but I really needed to explain like how dumb Sally was and Susie, but oh yeah, it, me working, you know, and it's like, listen, do, do you think that there's only two of them in there? Not one of them is fucking responsible, you know, for like 
at all. There's there's absolutely no responsibility whatsoever. They know how to turn the key, and, and half the time they can barely turn the key to get into the fucking store. Now, when I went into work, there was not there was not a fucking second that me, the guys, or my boss were not six feet fucking apart. Okay. And every single morning, every single morning, it was a meeting and an update for an hour on COVID and, and the security and the issues and the public image and what we're doing and the hoo-ha and the rua to, to get us all fucking up and running. And we sanitized everything, everything. From the beginning of our workday to the end of our end, the end of the workday, we had what was called a rag in a bag, and it was a rag, effectively, in a bag, and it had you know a concoction, a mixture of solution of uh, you know uh, uh, ammonia or Javex or whatever it was that our boss was making for us, and it, uh, it it kills COVID, it kills you know flu-like viruses and diseases, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and every door. Every elevator, every everything that we touched, we wiped and we touched with this rag, and and we would take that rag and replace it once, twice a day. I had a bottle of alcohol with me that I would use as like a push push, you know, to to squirt on the stuff. Um, I I took care of my social distancing. I haven't been sick. I haven't been working for you know two weeks now because Ontario shut us down because they decided that what was once considered an essential service for us it was it was cleaning services that our particular brand of cleaning services didn't fit within what they wanted so they were like no we don't want you guys out so we were like okay and then we stopped working you know um, and so it's like. Listen, everybody's out there trying to get money from the government. Serb, you can call the number, you can say yes to everything, and you get the money. That's it. That's that's the qualifier physically at the moment. And there are people who were working who collected Serb. And then there were issues with the system where it double sent Serb. And all that money's got to go back. It don't don't fucking think that not attached to your social insurance number that when they take a look at your ROEs and they realize that you were working or made money that they're going to take that fucking money back. You're going to owe that to them. It's a federal offense. It's theft from your government to collect CERB. If you've worked within 14 days of the, of the period that you're applying for, and I guarantee you that period from fucking March 15th to April 11th, everybody fucking worked on, on March 15th. Like how many people really weren't working at that point? Very few, very few, I think. And so you got these households now with, with kids <clears throat> in it and, and they make six, eight grand on CERB and they made less money working their jobs. And that's fucking stupid. Anyways, so I think all of this was supposed to tie back to how, you know, we spend all of our time and our money putting our, our promises into these companies. And then 
we have to use the government to bail us out, which is already fucking corrupt in itself what's happening, what I just finished discussing. And then we get the CERB and we get the really fun and we get the taxes and we get the GST and we get the money and we get the this and we get that because the government's trying to keep everything fucking rolling and moving and so on and so forth. And what's the first fucking thing that happens? Reebok puts a 50% sale on their website. Uh, games, Easter sales, boom, boom, boom. Sales fucking everywhere. Licenza, uh, Garage, uh, Lulu. And, and why? Because everybody's sitting at home on their fucking phones. 64% increase. Or, or no, sorry. Uh, 64% Sorry, if I remember correctly, uh, of, uh, you know, Canadians are just like sitting there on their phone now, spending twice as much time on their phone every day, doing nothing, just browsing shit. I tell you, I don't know how many of you are doing a productive things, but I don't see a lot of it on Reddit, for example. I don't, I, maybe I'm in the wrong fucking place and I just don't see this stuff. There's a few good things happening, but... And so you guys run to the stores and you buy more shit with like, I just don't understand. I don't get it. Anyways, rant over. Um, that's my fucking episode for today. I'm going to go think about that stuff and see how I feel. I uh, hadn't really thought about any of this. So putting it out there uh, feels a little awkward, but uh, we'll, we'll see what, why, how my thoughts develop over the day. Um, that was the CADS Academy Reddit scan, a little rant, Ottawa and COVID update. Uh, and I gave you the weather and I'll give you a quick update. It's still drizzling outside. Um, it was really fucking warm last night. I went for two walks yesterday. It was really nice. And I think it's time to finish my green tea. I'm going to go back and cuddle Isabella. My cat was fighting with her there a couple minutes ago. I think you heard that. No, stop. Go away. <laughs> so I'm going to go do some cuddle time and uh, we'll catch back up with you guys tomorrow.